You know, Tahir, I'm, I'm always the one coming up with a podcast intro. I mean, do you have an idea this time? That works. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the No Fluff MSP Marketing Podcast. Today, we're talking vertical marketing for MSPs. So I have Dan with me. Dan, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Yeah, I really appreciate the, the opportunity to, to spend this time with you. Yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate it. Dan, uh, Dan was in a peer, we were in a peer group together. And I remember the first time I met Dan, I was like, dude, your voice is amazing. <laughs> I was like, you have like this amazing like voice. So I was like, and then, I, and then late recently, I was like, I really want to do something like vertical marketing. Cause like a lot of members are asking, I'm just intrigued with it. And I was like, wait a minute, Dan would be perfect. He's got a podcast voice and he does this. So, um, I just appreciate you kind of jumping on. Um, we'll kind of start with introductions. You want to kind of introduce yourself, how you got into the MSP space? Um, anything just to start off? Sure. Sure. So yeah, no, as you said, I'm, I'm Dan DeSeno. Uh, I am the, uh, uh, founder and uh, managing member of Nova Computer Solutions. We are a dental-specific technology provider uh, based out of northern, uh, just outside of D.C. in northern Virginia. Uh, and uh, I started the company this March 1st will be 23 years. Um, you know, so it was uh, March 1st of 2000. And um, you know, I started us pretty much as a uh, you know, a dental specific technology provider just by, uh, you know, a couple of the roads that, that, that I went down. Um, and it's been, it's been a really, really fun ride, you know, transitioning from a kind of a break fix, you know, learning tools or, or uh, you know, uh, adapting and, and uh, uh, bringing on tools to help us become more of a managed service provider. And then to where, you know, all of us are today with all the different tools and being able to do so much, uh, you know, being so remote. Yeah. Tools overload. That's one thing I've learned being an MSP. It's just so many tools and it's like just getting like, just knowing 20% of every tool. It's like, how do we get to that 50, 60, 70, 80%? Um, so that could be a whole nother podcast. Maybe I should get you back on because lately yeah. I've been trying to like, look at the tools we have, like scale pad and all these other ones. Like, all right, how do I get the most out of this? Um, so that's, that's, you know, so interesting because like vertical specific, everyone's like afraid of, and they're like, oh, it's, you know, it, 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 it pigeonholes me or, or it narrows my perspective, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it's massively opportunistic. I mean, and I, I'm really looking forward to hearing how you picked it and how you go about marketing it. But like, just from my, per you know, my perspective, one thing I preach all the time is knowing your marketing persona, like before you do a campaign, before you do anything, like who are you targeting? That's why MSP camp has been so easy because the marketing persona is me, right? And it's like, cool, what do I want? How do I talk to me? It makes it extremely easy creating campaigns and, and being able to communicate with myself. And it's super hard when an MSP targets every vertical because it's like, well, how do you know how to talk to every vertical? It's impossible. So they end up having a blanket approach or communication to all these different verticals. And MSP camps actually moving into vertical specific campaigns next. And one of the things I'm doing, just a tip to any MSP out there, is I'm going to be going just like I do on MSP forums where I'm on Reddit, I'm on Facebook, on all these all these forums, you hear what MSPs care about. And that's what I create and really talk to. I'm going to do the same thing when we do the legal vertical. I'm going to be all over the legal for, for all of the over the legal forums. I'm just going to spend a week, two weeks in there 
listening to them really like this is what these people care about we're not assuming what they care about we're hearing what they care about and so it's a huge advantage and so so getting back to you and your dental specific vertical like i know you mentioned it kind of happened by accident but how did you get into dental specific how did you kind of refine your messaging like why why did you choose that and go so hard in that direction that's uh it's a kind of interesting story uh, in a previous life, I was I was in the Air Force, and uh, I was lucky enough to get stationed over at Bowling Air Force Base. And if anybody knows Bowling Air Force Base, it's this tiny little Air Force Base. It doesn't have a flight line or anything like that in Southeast DC. Uh, and uh, I was stationed and, and assigned to the Defense Intelligence Agency, and they have that's their main headquarters, and they have uh, a component in the Pentagon and some other you know, locations. And so uh, I was uh, I was accepted and, and I was brought in as a senior systems administrator, and I was on a team of, of five or six other uh, techs that we managed the servers for DIA and their component in the Pentagon and, and again in some other locations. And uh, it was great. I loved it. They sent me to schools. They uh, and I, but I was in the Air Force, but you were really part of a, a direct reporting unit. And so you work pretty much with a bunch of civilians and it was a great, great job. And they sent me to a bunch of, of schools to get certifications and, and learn more about tech. And uh, my enlistment was coming up and the government wanted to send me to Korea for two years unaccompanied. And I just didn't want to go. My wife and I were trying to start a family and I knew that if I was there and she was here, it just wouldn't, wouldn't have worked out as well. And so I said, hey, I'll do anything. I'll go extended long to Italy, Germany, England, anywhere. I'll reenlist today. I just don't want to go to Korea. Mm -hmm. And um, they said, no, you know, you're, you know, you're, this is where you're going. And right at the same time, uh, my wife's employer, he was a dentist. He was having some problems with his computers. And I went in and it was a small little network, you know, six, seven computers and, and a, a little you know, uh, server 2000 or whatever it was and uh, fixed his computers. And, and he installed a, a, had a digital pan that he had bought at the same time and got him connected and networked up. And he said, oh, you need to call on Dr. Ryan and Anandale. And so I called on Dr. Ryan and I helped him out. And at the same time, I really did a market analysis, looked around at any other IT company that works in that dental space. I uh, reached out to different um, dental supply companies, local reps, who, if somebody talks to you about computers, what do you do? And a lot of those folks at that time, they were selling computers themselves, you know, the, the dental companies. And I found that there were just a couple of dental, more dental medical specific technology providers uh, back there. And most of those have gone to the wayside by now, but, uh, but I, I left the government and I had left that guaranteed paycheck, guaranteed, you know, 30 days of leave a year and, and all of those guarantees uh, in the community. And I you know, started Nova uh, just based on a, a belief that if you go down this specific road, and really learn everything about them, then you're going to be just as valuable as any other specialist in any other field. Yeah. 
And so it really was a thought of we can immerse ourselves in the oral healthcare vertical and not just computers, but your digital x-ray systems or your intraoral cameras, your extra oral cameras. There's a whole bunch of uh, photos that orthodontists take to ensure and, and to get the, the, the bite correct. Mm-hmm. And so learning about those 27 different shots. Yep. And so when I'm in front of a dentist, I could talk about uh, whatever it may be, quadrant dentistry, or how the computer is going to you know, take the best uh, you know, cone beam image, or how integrating this phone solution into your practice management systems can create uh, efficiencies to fill your, your, the holes in your schedule really immersing yourself uh, just allows you to have that. If we were working in that legal space and we had some automotive dealerships and a couple of veterinary clinics and some dentists and, you know, the, the tires plus, you know, all of those, we're trying to be everything to all of them. And we're not going to know the compliance that the, that the legal field requires compared to what the medical field requires compared to what the financial sector requires. So it really was a, um, it was a focused approach. And now you can focus on specific study clubs. You're not worried about a study club or a a peer group for an automotive distribution solution or something like that, or legal professionals. Now we focus on our dental clubs and our dental associations. And you can just build a lot more of those relationships. and so that's really what we found and it and it has paid off and it's paid off in a couple of ways um if you were a dentist a general dentist that's great you know you can do a lot of general things but an orthodontist or an oral surgeon that's the specialist that is referred a lot of patients from those general dentists they you know, can uh, in a lot of ways charge more of a premium yep. because they are the specialist and because we have 97 plus percent of our uh, partner base is one way shape or form a dentist, we have that ability as well because we bring just this, the years and years and years of dental specific yep. knowledge to every situation. And again, that's, it's not just your computer, it's how does the provider, uh, how does the flow of the patient work in the practice from the time they engage the practice from the first time to the time they sign for the treatment plan and you provide that treatment. Uh, What is the flow of the patient and how does the the digital experience impact them in different aspects of the flow through the practice? Yeah. We're we're talking about ergonomics on where mounts are uh, and and, uh, the flow of, 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 of how they want that patient experience to, to be. And I just don't think you can do that when I've got to leave here and I've got to run over to the, the attorney's office and, and work on, on his setup yep. and then go to something else. But you can really, when you focus on that vertical, you can really That's, get down in there deep. That is such a beautiful overview of the benefits of going vertical like that that was gold dan like i really appreciate you sharing that and just some some real life examples of this challenges that all tech face by being that i mean it's worked for us just because of volume right like we've got like 150 clients we're at 4 million so it's like it's a good business but we just lost a client 
an auto dealer because they're going with an auto dealer specific MSP that knows all about these FTC guidelines. Sure, we know about them, but do we know it as well as this other MSP? Zero chance, zero chance because they specialize in auto. And now that company's paying three times as much than they were paying us. And they were paying us a good amount to go work with that company because they were specialists. And that's what really got me thinking, like I need to learn more about vertical. And what's great, and, and another one is we've lost a lot of prospects when we were in that sales meeting with the prospect and they went with that accounting specific technology group. That's a countrywide MSP. They're not even local. Like oftentimes local is a huge benefit. They want a local provider, but when it comes to specialty and vertical specific, they don't care. They actually want that. It, it may not be a big MSP, but they don't care where they are if they specialize in their industry. And those are challenges that I face that how do I go up against that? I can't, I really can't. I mean, I've, I've won uh, sales meetings where, you know, they've been going up against vertical specific, but they have a huge leg up and they can charge more. And the, you know, the industry knows them and wants to work with them because they are referred by all their people. Cause it, it's like you said, like, I know where to find my MSPs that I'm targeting. You know, where to find your dentist, you know, what trade shows they go to, you know, what magazines they read, you know, all about your person. Cause that's all you're talking to. Like what a massive advantage. So what are some disadvantages? of of going vertical specific like is there anything that you're like well you know this is a bit of a, a challenge but it's worth it because of the premium i could charge and because of the industry knowledge etc well i i think there could be disadvantages depending on your your geographic location so i don't know that if you're in a small you know fifty thousand person town and there are 25 dentists is going that that route the, the best way. Uh, so that is one area. It does take time. You know, it, it takes time to be confident and really feel like you understand what the position that the, you know, the partner that you're trying to work with uh, is in. And it just took time for us to get that. There was a lot of, a lot of uh, um, areas where you just didn't realize what was around that corner. Uh, but that was all the part of this as well. Um, yeah. I don't mean to kind of blow your your this question off, but I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it and say two positives. Yeah, please. So uh, during COVID, we were we were pretty isolated and or insulated, I should say, from being affected. You know, we were working with professionals. Yeah. Those professionals understood that they still had a requirement, whether it was compliance. Uh, they, they understand that at the end of the day, when we go back into the office, whenever that may be, when you know, in the beginning of April of, of 2020, we still need to have everything taken care of. Yeah. So there was that really nice aspect of it because you're, you're, you're working with other professional organizations. Yeah. Um, and you had mentioned peer groups uh, were involved in a dental specific technology peer group. Oh, cool. Of, uh, and it's about 25 companies from around the country that focus in the dental, the oral healthcare vertical. Wow. And so as we bring on partners across the country, you, much to what you were saying, hey, you, they're working with a national based IT provider. We, we work with uh, a bunch of different practices you know, from Maine to, to Florida, uh, out moving into to Tennessee, but we only service the Mid-Atlantic. From a physical standpoint, our, 
our partners in that other peer group are our boots on the ground wow. and they're very specific. So that has allowed us uh, to, to expand our footprint because we're working with other like-minded MSPs that yeah. are focused on the same thing. Uh, they may have, we work with a couple of, of, of other IT companies that have partners in the DC metro area that were their boots on the ground. Yep. That's and, awesome. And so then you're able to build your net, your, your, your peer group that way, yep. which is invaluable when you run across this one situation that you've never encountered before. Yep. You've got, you know, 25 other companies that you can reach out to and say, Hey, has anybody ever seen this? Mm-hmm. That's, that's huge. Yeah. That's in our peer group. We have, you know, like a lot of the uh, previous peer group we're in, we're still in a peer group together and we do the same thing, but it's cool that y'all are all vertical specific. That helps so much more. Cause then you're all, all keeping up with the changes and legislation you are anyway, but like there's going to be someone in peer group that might be a little bit ahead and you can get information on that. So when I think of like the future of MSP, which I think about a lot, which is weird because I'm just the sales guy, but it's always like, well, how do I sell it, right? How do I improve? Like a lot of all tech's improvement over the years has been me pushing hard, right? I'm not saying I've made this massive impact, but it's like, hey, we have to be doing business premium. We have to get our handles around, handled on that. We have to figure out how to organize it. We have to figure out how to implement it. We got to figure out how to make money on it because that's where we're moving. We're moving away from servers and some people don't want that big monthly cost of cloud servers. So like there's been so much where it's been, me kind of pushing hard because I need to be able to sell. And if it's that we just support technology, we're going to be like every other MSP. And so, you know, it's always finding that differentiator. And I think of where a lot of MSPs are today, a ton of them, it's we support your technology. They say proactive, right? They say, oh, we're super proactive. You know, cool. You have an RMM agent. Awesome. But what, what the future holds is applying that technology to the business. And it's every MSP says they do that. They all do that. They all say that. But when I'm taking over from a, a MSP that didn't do a good job, they're just supporting hardware. They're doing a backup. They're supporting hardware. They're taking help desk tickets. That stuff's going to go by the wayside for MSPs like you who can come in and, and say, oh, you have this system. This is how you can incorporate that system outside of backups and server and help desk. That's how you can incorporate this system to improve your patient flow, which is going to make you more money. That is the next level of MSP. I know there's a lot of MSPs there, but most of them are not. And I just see it. And we are moving into that too. How do we not only sell Microsoft 365, but how do we apply all those applications that come with the business premium subscription to improve every department at your business? That's where we're moving into. And it's like what you can charge for that is insane compared to what you can charge for a server migration. You know, server migration, cool, 150 bucks an hour, maybe 200 bucks an hour if you're lucky. For applying Microsoft 365 to improve the efficiency of an organization, $300, $400 an hour, right? It's a massive difference because that's the stuff the business owners care about. They don't care about what their computer is doing. They don't care. They just want it to run. But if they do care about the inefficiencies in their department. And so you knowing this so well, like, wow, what a leg up you have. And, you know, not really question there. I just love that you've taken that approach and it's worked well for you. I think as, as our partners look at us as an MSP, at the end of the day, they're spending a lot of money with us. Yep. They're spending a lot. And what can we give back to them? And so part of our focus now is, is when we do our, our QBRs, uh, it's what value, how can we help them generate revenue? 
And yep. so is it, you know, we talked about even new services where there's a new service that can fill your patient's schedule when you have holes and in, in a, a new patient can actually make an appointment right through Yelp. And so oh, cool. we're starting to talk, to talk about this new service, which most of our clients haven't heard anything about yep. just yet. Yep. But because we want to bring as much value, not only to, you know, for what we're doing, but just as additional value so that, our clients look at us and they really do feel like we're a partner in their success. Yes. True consultation. I did a podcast recently where it was like finding your differentiator and it was like, we should take, we don't do that out of our, out of our vocabulary. We don't do that should not even be said until we thoroughly look at what was it? Why did the prospect or client ask that question? Instead of saying, we don't do it. Well, we don't, we don't work. We don't, we don't do websites. No, we don't, we don't do looking at software like Yelp and how that would integrate in the patients. We don't do that. That should never be said before we really look at how, why do they care about this? And how is there a way that we can easily implement this into what we do? Because that's going to be a differentiator. And it's just thinking that way first. People love saying we don't do that because it's another thing that they're going to have to build processes on and learn. It's like, well, we're already, as an MSP, we are already learning probably more than any industry. I mean, I couldn't even think of another industry where it's more learning than the MSP industry. It, there's so much coming down the pipeline all the time. So it's like, what's another tool? I mean, we got thousands of tools anyways. And if it could really, you can apply it to improve the business, to help for prospecting and help your clients, that's going to be so sticky. Like we don't do websites, right? But sorry, go ahead, Dan. What are you going to say? But when you're vertically focused, yeah, you're not going to say we don't do that. Nice, yes. Because you are going to, because yes. you're going to immerse yourself into every aspect of that. And so there's another area. And what's your retention like? Like what's your client retention? It's really, uh, it's really pretty good. What where we see the most attrition is through. Uh, DSOs, which are dental service organizations that come in and buy a practice. Yeah. Uh, so we see it there and we see it from retiring dentists. That's yep. the vast majority uh, of, of any attrition that we have. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I could never see a dentist working with you, someone that really truly understands your businesses, doing a sales meeting with another MSP. They ask one dental specific question that MSP, the MSP is going to be like, well, yes, we protect those systems. It's like, okay, but do you, can you like help support it? And they're like, Vendor management, vendor management, vendor management, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's not the same thing. Oh, yeah, not even close. Uh, and, that's, and that is a very uh, powerful uh, a tool. We're working with a prospect currently that, um, that uh, the, the prospect shared the invoices of the other MSP, and I was just astonished at the, what they were charging, and they're not dental specific. And so during that first conversation, I can ask four or five questions and I can know a, whether your MSP is dental specific and kind of where you are from a compliance standpoint. Yep. And, and from there, those are the, I could then just kind of not attack, but just feed off of those areas and quick, quickly show the value of having somebody like Nova in there compared sure. to, you know, the trunk slammer, you know, from down the street. For sure. So, so to those listening right now, because there's a lot of MSPs that say we're healthcare specific, right? And even that is so massive. It's so broad healthcare. Like there's so many different healthcare options. So if, if you, if there's an MSP, like a, 
like there's there's all different types of MSPs listening. There's some smaller MSPs who are just getting started and maybe they're like, okay, I want to go vertical specific. And then there's bigger MSPs that may have the bandwidth to also get a department that's vertical specific even. So if you're if an MSP is asking like, hey, I want to get into vertical specific, Dan, what what advice would you give them on, you know, criteria to look for or, you know, how to choose a vertical um, that they can target? So if, if I guess if I were doing this over again, knowing you know uh, what I know now, but dental wasn't wasn't the option, uh, I would probably start to align myself in in network with folks that are early on in in the career. So if if I was a dentist, I just got out of school. I'm I very well may go and work as an associate somewhere. But at some point in time, I'm going to want to open my own practice or buy in. Mm -hmm. And you're going to need to have a financial person there, a banker, a CPA. Mm -hmm. If you're building a practice, there's probably a construction company. Aligning and meeting those folks, mm -hmm. because those people will help and make those introductions to their, you know, that new dentist yep. that's buying a practice or building is, is building a practice. And some of our biggest growth was just in the relationships with everyone around all the services around the, the, the dentist. If yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. That makes sense. And that's, that's exactly like finding center of influences for a company like Altex. It's extremely hard. I just end up giving referrals to the internet phone, blah, blah, blah. I just give them referrals. They never give me referrals, but we have actually someone in our peer group. Um, they, they do, or in our previous peer group, they are big in hospitals. And one of the biggest driver of leads is they just found a HIPAA consultant mm -hmm. and that consultant's going to hospitals all the time. They trust this MSP. They give them so many leads and those leads are massive. They don't have to do much marketing, right? The only other marketing he does is video tech tips every week. And it's like, when you're in a vertical, finding those center of influences, finding those true referral partners where it's like, cool, they can trust you because you're vertical specific. You're not that jack of all trades and you can trust them because they're well, one, they're already doing it. They have a nice uh, client base within your vertical and y'all just trust each other. Like that's, that's another massive, like, I just, I'm like in my head, the more I have the conversation with you, the more I'm like, I got to go vertical specific. Cause this is just like, I mean, it's a gold mine. It's like, you just, you have a path. Is there less clients? Like, is there less, you know, opportunity? Yeah. Maybe in your direct local market, but at the same time, just in your direct local market, there's probably dozens that you could target. Um, that's just, that's just great. Uh, Without a doubt, from from that aspect, uh, but it, it really doesn't matter. Again, dental. We have some some chiropractors uh, on our uh, partner list, and now you know, dental. There's a lot of different practice management softwares, but even from the chiropractic space, there's different practice management softwares. But they all have different types of X-ray solutions, and uh, and how it integrates, and, and how they're utilizing it. And so even we're, we're bringing on more and more chiropractors and learning that more, but that I still look at as an uphill battle in trying to really feel comfortable uh, understanding all the different variables in, in that specific vertical. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, that's, uh, I think that's one of the, the better things about being able to be vertical specific is uh, once you get there, you can look at closely related yeah. verticals. Yep. Uh, and it also allows you, we're doing more writing for magazines. Cool. Doing yep. more you know, things like this uh, in the in the oral healthcare 
to get our, our message out. Yeah. Just because we, I think we've been here for 23 years. Yep. Yep. And becoming that thought leader, becoming that expert in the ortho space or in the dental space is, is just massive. You know, we, we recently had a, a, it's just, my mind went racing as soon as this client asked me to like, it's a financial advisor for businesses. He's like, Hey, can you come speak on cybersecurity to my clients? <laughs> 100% I'll speak to your business clients on cybersecurity, 100%. And like I talked to Tom Lawrence who's over at Lawrence Systems and he's like, what he used to do is he used to go to banks that service businesses and he would do a, a quarterly cybersecurity presentation for them. It's like so simple. Um, you know, it's hard for me because I'm not vertical specific, but in your case, it's like, cool, here's all the podcasts that the ortho is listening to. Here's all the communities that the ortho or the, the, that your vertical is, is doing. All I got to do is contact them, become a thought leader. They want to get me on the podcast. They want to share my information because I'm on this vertical. I'm the vertical expert. And it's really that easy. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's obviously hard to, to do it, but it's an easy path, right? To understanding how do I market to these, this vertical, man, that's awesome. I really hope people listening are like really like taking notes and understanding the value of what Dan has done here for his business. So um, here's an another question. Like, let's say you're about to run a marketing campaign. I'm sure you've run a lot of marketing campaigns. What is your, cause you know, the marketing persona so well, that's one of the hardest things with running a campaign is understanding who you're talking to and how to talk to them. To me, that's the hardest part. That's why we always start with who we're targeting and then their specific pain points and opportunities. That is where we always start. So in your case, when you're about to run a campaign with this vertical, what, what is your process? What does your campaign look like to, to try and get more clients in the vertical? Uh, so we'll probably go, we'll go out of normally one of two ways or a combination of both. We're going to go from an educator standpoint uh, and a, a story standpoint, a, a client spotlight. Yeah. So currently uh, we're looking for more multi-site practices. Mm -hmm. uh, and in the uh, oral uh, oral surgery or orthodontic side of the house, because oral surgeons and orthodontists, they tend to have multiple practices. Uh, and general dentists, the general dentists do as well, but it's not necessarily as common, I think, as some of those specialties. And so we're focused right now in marketing towards them, but certainly utilizing some sort of a client spotlight. Here is a multi-site oral surgeon that we were able to come in. They had these pain points. We were able to resolve these uh, for them, and they've you know, increased production by you know twenty-five percent or whatever the case may be. Yep. So that's kind of more of our direction. We're certainly trying to uh, uh, do a lot more video, and I'm not I'm not as uh, studious and as good uh, uh, at doing the video as I, I really should be. Um, but, uh, but I think that has also been a very, very impactful uh, process for us in tying it back to not only a client spotlight, but maybe the client interview, just like this, where yep. we talk to you, uh, you know, doctor, and you tell me about the story about what it was like prior to Nova and then how we affected change and how life is now. Those have been very, very, impactful for us. It's so impactful. That social proof in video format reviews. I, I preach it more than anything, get more reviews and all the MSPs in your area. You're going to get more leads. It's really that simple a lot of times, but the video testimonial, we do a lot of these. There's nothing more powerful than hearing someone in your vertical or someone much like you talk about how great this company is because it's not the company talking about how great they are. It's that 
company that looks like you. It's social proof. Even if you don't know that person, you're like, cool, you are me. And I can see myself working with this company now. And if they know the person in the video, which happens a lot for us, boom, we basically close the deal. I mean, it's really that simple, but no, I have to wonder how many MSPs are actually getting video testimonials. Nothing. No, maybe 2%, maybe 2%. I mean, there's so little video testimonial out there. So little, like, I don't know a single one in our direct market that's gotten like good video testimonials when we have a bunch. So when a client lands on our page, we look super legit. There's a big MSP, massive MSP, like half a billion in, in funding, something crazy. Their entire homepage, the whole entire homepage is just social proof. That's it. Doesn't even talk about what they do. Just social proof of how they help businesses. And it's like, okay, this big company is marketing really well. That's what they're doing. Shouldn't we probably move in that direction too? So it's cool right. that you're you, you're taking that. You know um, that that's the route you should go. It also, when you're vertically focused, I think it's easier for the, the prospect to make a decision. We work with a MSP-specific insurance provider. Nice. They know our, our vertical. Yep. They understand us. So why wouldn't I want to work with an MSP? Yep. Is it a group, uh, insurance provider? Uh, we had, we uh, some of our back office is done by a company that is MSP focused, and that's all they do is the back office side of the house. Love it. And just you know, I think really again, every aspect or every area of not only your business but of most businesses, there's going to be a specific vertically focused. So, so uh, to all the listeners, we just got cut off. Uh, Zoom actually cut me off, which uh, is crazy. They usually they like, oh, you got two minutes, and then they let me keep doing it. So, all right, I'm gonna have to actually buy Zoom now, which is a bummer. Or use Streamway. Anyway, so Dan, you were saying you work with a lot of vendors that are MSP specific. So, why wouldn't the prospect have the same mindset? Exactly, yeah. uh, uh, and and I would be more comfortable. I, because I imagine we're spending more working with specific folks that work yep. with our specific vertical. Because I know that we we certainly charge more than I think some of our you know non-dental specific competitors out there would, just because we have that knowledge, yep. expertise, and yep. we can talk your language. A hundred percent. Like MSP Camp, you know, we do content for like for MSPs. We're in MSPs. We use the campaigns ourselves. It's locked by county. It's kind of cool. But one of the things we have on there is a store and it's like, cool. Do you want an ebook? Do you want social media packs? Do you want et cetera? And it's a lot more expensive than if someone were to go to Upwork and get someone to design an ebook for them or an infographic for them. But it's like, good luck going to someone that doesn't know the MSP vertical, asking them to create content for you. Whereas for us, yeah, it's going to be a premium, but like, I already know exactly how I would build that piece when a, when a member requests it. Sure. Um, and and they're happy to pay because they're like, yeah, I mean, you guys, obviously I see the quality on MSP camp. So why don't you guys build it for me? I'm like, we'd be happy to do that. You know, this is stuff we'd love to do. So it's 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 just more of that, right? Um, and it's like referrals pick up, I'm sure, right? Like when you're in a vertical specific, like, like you said, just how you got started, you fixed the guy's computer. He's like, oh, you need to go talk to Dr. Blah. And it's like, you know, they just, they have their peers or other dental practice owners, right? And so it just, it's the lead in is so much easier and quicker. Is that kind of what you've seen as well? Absolutely. Uh, it's, you have that relationship or uh, we work a lot with a local uh, non-for-profit 
dental clinic. They have multiple locations and we've supported them and managed their, their IT for 18 or 19 years now. Uh, but they support uh, something. If a patient makes less than, I'm just going to say $20,000 a year, they give them like $40 and it buys them an hour and a half of chair time. And a dentist goes in and they work for an hour and a half and, and, and work and improve this that patient's oral health care. So just even utilizing and supporting the that clinic, so many dentists volunteer at that clinic. Yeah. We're there and we've, you know, we're a huge supporter of that the those clinics for you know, 18 or 19 years now. And so that's just been a huge uh, connection. Yeah. We talk about it. We support their mission. We love their, their mission. Uh, but it also is a way for us to reach out to more prospects that are volunteering there or that know about it, or maybe they don't even, they don't know about it. And now they're going to go volunteer because, you know, they want to provide that, that care to the community as well. Yeah. Uh, getting involved, you're not getting involved in the community is easier. Mm -hmm. Instead yeah. of going to this BNI meeting and this meeting and that meeting and the uh, auto trade show meeting. Yeah. Fractured. Absolutely. We only have so much time. Like when I first started marketing Alltech, I wanted to market all of Florida. That was my goal. I'm going to market all of Florida because look at how much opportunity is in Florida. It failed because I don't have much of a marketing budget. I can't talk to all of Florida. I just honed into my city, real city specific. And the whole community knew us. They they loved us, and it grew like wildfire. Because I just I I I honed in. You know, I should have done it on a vertical. I think we've done pretty good, but like vertical might have made it easier. But I honed in on where I'm at, and that is what got us to expand so quickly. So many MSPs, especially when they get started, like I need to broaden my horizon. It's like no no no, niche down, right. niche down. Whether it's your city, whether it's the road you're on. One of my first direct mail pieces is I sent out a direct mail piece that showed the road that my business was on. And I sent it to all the businesses in three mile radius. And I had a big arrow and I said, we're right here. I was like, we support you remotely, but if you're not on site, it'd be 35 seconds, right? That was my one of my first direct mail pieces. I'm like, I need to stop thinking like this. And then you start thinking like this, like tight. And that's exactly what you did. And thinking like that, now you can, you can target the whole country. And um, because you're on a specific vertical. So I just, I love it, Dan. I really do. Um, this has been, you know, everything I was hoping to get out of this conversation. I mean, this is, you know, and to those listeners, people listening, I'm not vertical specific. Do I wish I would have been vertical specific? Yeah. Am I going to move more vertical specific? Yeah, for sure. But if you're listening to this and you are vertical specific, maybe Dan gave you some ideas. Or if you're a new MSP and you're struggling to get new clients, go vertical specific. Go ahead, learn all about it create your campaigns about what your marketing persona cares about, get a really defined list of that vertical, and you are off to the races. You can charge more than those big MSPs that have been around for longer. And it's just, it's such a good way to go. I mean, the pros, you get to charge more. Marketing is easier because you know your vertical, you know your marketing persona. There's so many pros. There's so many pros to it. And cons, I think the only con is like imagined. Like the con is like, well, there's less. It's like, is there? There's so many businesses and there's so few MSP specific, so many vertical, so many, so few vertical specific MSPs. So the market seems endless if you take Dan's approach. Dan, is there anything else you wanted to kind of conclude on or, or wrap up for any of the listeners that might be thinking vertical or have been listening to this? You know, I, I guess the only other 
area where I think you just touched on, which we didn't really, is the support and the, the customer support you're going to be able to provide your partners because your technicians know what they're talking about and are, are, are much more hands-on in the specific softwares that your partners are working on. Yep. So for example, we might support 10 different practice management softwares across all of our, our, our partner base, but we really know those 10. Mm-hmm. Opposed to again, whatever the attorneys are using and the health, the, the healthcare folks, uh, the auto dealerships, and yep. you just really just don't know enough, and yep. you don't have enough of that such valuable time to learn it either. That's such a good point. We spend we because we really go hard on vendor management because we can't know all the applications, we can't know all the vendors, so we really go hard on vendor management. But the amount of time that wastes. The amount of time it wastes trying to contact these verticals or these applications, these things that we don't know anything about. Whereas if our techs knew all about that vertical, a lot of things they could just do themselves. And that would be so much more efficient and you get to charge more. It's like, that's where profit is made. It's not, it's not chasing down these vendors. So another great point, Dan, any, anything else that you wanted to kind of hit on before we wrap things up? No, I, I, I appreciate the, this time and, and, uh, and you spent the other thing. Yeah. This was good. I knew you had a voice for a podcast. I knew I had to get you on one one day. And, and here we are six years later, and it's finally yeah. happening. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll be my third career. Yes. So here's new, uh, broadcasting. Yes. Or we'll just keep getting you on this one. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move to challenge of the week real quick. Test your might. So you're saying we can't actually play the Mortal Kombat theme song? You don't have the budget. All right, Steven, it's up to you. Finish him. Challenge of the week. Excellent. All right, everybody, your challenge of the week this week. Think about what Dan has said. Think about could you get into a vertical? Would you get into a vertical? And what vertical would you target and why? So just write that down. Start brainstorming, especially if you're a smaller MSP or a larger MSP. Could you get into a vertical now? It's never too late. I'm not saying fire all of your current clients, but you can add a department. You can add people that are vertical specific if you want to move in that direction too. Um, so that's pretty much it. Dan, thanks again for joining me uh, today. It's so good to have you on. And that was really good information. I appreciate it again. It was great to catch up. All right. Thanks so much, man. Take care.